Breakman, Breakman, pull the lever, pull the, oh, pull the, we're going off, we're going over a bridge, oh no, the Rorgasm train has plummeted into a thousand foot abyss ravine, we're pulling bodies out from the charred wreckage of the Lions bandwagon here at week six, I'm joined, he was just, he was just came out of anesthesia, we have Impossible Lomas, you had to have complete uh, roar, roar something surgery, a, a roronectomy, was it? What happened there? Are you Listen, you guys, I don't know the outcome of the game, so I'm real excited to hear what happened. And, uh, <laughs> well, and Lomas. just pulled out of the <laughs> yeah. wreckage at uh, Walbrook when the sixth and seventh floor collapsed into the fifth floor. During a stampede to the cafeteria <laughs> is Dino Blandino. What's the report from Walbrook? Uh, you know, we're all sedated here. It's kind of uh, one of those situations where they sort of pipe in sedatives through the air ducts, air vents. So, yeah, you know, it's been pretty <laughs> mellow and everything, but... Um, Things were a little rough there for a while in the second half, but now we're all feeling nice. pretty chill. Yeah. Could we just pretend let's the do, Lions Let's won. just do alternative universe. <laughs> we have an alternative universe Bizarro yeah. Orgasm podcast where every week we just make up Lions right. 28, How can Ravens we 10. <laughs> right. Are we absolutely certain they lost? Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. I mean, yeah, right. That could have been some kind of... I didn't of... watch the end of the game. I didn't see it yeah. with my own could eyes. could be a conspiracy <laughs> right. against Dan Campbell. Kind of like the moon landing type thing. Oh, my God. We don't, do, we, do we need some liturgy after, after what happened? Yeah, I, I've... I would like to revive so. a bit of the old liturgy, which you know you can. It's you can always bring it back. Is the beautiful thing. So at, at a time of great calamity, right? Um, but it's may the ghost of Bobby Lane grant me grant uh, me the serenity to accept the things about being a Lions fan. I cannot change the courage to change the thing things about being a Lions fan I can and the wisdom to know that the Lions will sometimes still Amen. suck it's good to have that in your Amen. pocket it's good to have that because that was the appropriate way to yeah. open this up tonight we were uh, yeah yeah. I, I do want to say I did not pick the Lions to win this game I did pick them to cover they did not cover they didn't cover no, at all I, for any part of the game, really. No. <laughs> Not even for a second. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Well, they weren't in that game for even a minute, right? I mean, they're, like, there weren't even... I, I felt like from the first play, it was like, wow, just pure domination. Jerry, you're a... Lomas, you're a big boxing fan. Can you tell us what the boxing equivalent yeah. of what we saw today was? Oh, man. This might be... Boxing fans will know this. When uh, Tyson took out Marvis Frazier in about 37 yeah. seconds, it was one of those knockouts where you're like, he's probably dead. Like, he kind of knocked him into the corner and... But, like, the corner was holding him up, and the ref should have stopped yeah, it, like, yeah. eight punches ago. And Mike Tyson just finally, he just sort of collapses in, like, a Jesus-like pose. It's one of the most brutal beatdowns, and this game was a lot like that. It just, the Lions got absolutely, you know, punched right in the Labans and but just the, it. the great thing and about I mean, the boxing analogy is that it's that fight, but then if they kept going, like, they bring him out the next round... Because it was a total knockout after, like, 14 minutes yeah. of football. Like, that shit was... Oh, I mean, there was a little PCU. It was like, maybe they'll regroup and recover and make it a game. But they just got seem like. schnockered over and over again. Yeah. Until the wheels... Well, that was one of the games 
when the announcers had to try to make it sound interesting after the first quarter, like, well, the Lions do get the ball back in the kickoff the second half, so... You know, that's got to be worth at least 24 points right there. (laughs) There was a lot of, from the announcers, there was a lot of, um, hey, the Lions came into this game 5-1, and so, you know, there's a lot of talk about them being good, and, well, well, you know, so anyway. We mentioned that it's National (laughs) Tight End Day today. They said that, like, 30 (laughs) times. There's just not much else to talk about. Well, yeah. Maybe I could ask you guys uh, this. (laughs) How much do you think that game was due to the Lions truly sucking in this game? And how much do you think was due to the Ravens playing all out their best game by far of the year and maybe, maybe even one of Lamar's best games ever? Yeah, well, I, you know, I keep just thinking... The last month started making me feel otherwise, but this game brought me back to my belief that football is a very hard sport to understand (laughs) because you have a team like Baltimore that lost to Pittsburgh and the Colts, I think, Mm, and they just annihilated us. Like, It's one thing if they would have beat us. I predicted it. I thought it was possible. I definitely think it's possible that, like, if these two teams play seven times on a neutral field, that Baltimore wins four, even five, or maybe. You know what I mean? Like, but this is just, on a certain level, there's something going on in a game like this that doesn't totally make sense. Um, And I'm I'm inclined for that reason not to crazily overreact to it. Um, But I think it's pretty clear that that both teams had an extreme sport experience. Um, I also think, yeah. and then I'll let Lomas go, there was also that moment in the game somewhere around when it was like 14 nothing, where the defense really seemed like some combination of like psychologically overwhelmed and then physically winded. Like they just couldn't do anything. And so I do think it was also this weird thing that I guess can happen in football, even to a team like the Lions that we thought was pretty mentally tough, that like you can ultimately like rattle a team into just total breakdown. And that was they just they did it. Yeah. You gotta hand it to them. They 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 played really well. Cause Dino, I mean, I, I wanna hear Lomas, but also Dino, you watched the Ravens last week. Did this look like the same team? I did. No. No, not at all. Last week, they actually struggled on offense, and their offense looked really disjointed. And I think that had been their storyline all season up till now, was like they were winning games based on the defense, and the offense was doing just enough. But they hadn't, their offense hadn't clicked. And Lamar had not had a game like this for sure. And I think the big thing was he had signed this this new contract right in the off season after a big holdout and all that. And they were refiguring how they were going to use him so they weren't going to call as many runs for him and they really didn't in this game. They um and he was, you know, running would was to become kind of a the last option in a broken down play. And maybe that was part of the struggle to sort of um, move move away from it. But I'll, I'll say this. Uh, today, it really just looked like he figured it all out. Like, he figured out how to use all of his speed and athleticism in the best possible way you can as a quarterback. Like, it was uh, in Mahomes-like performance, like Mahomes at his absolute best. And um, if I, I mean, if there's part of me that just thinks um, we played poorly for sure, but this was uh, just a fantastic Lamar Jackson game. Like, I don't know, I don't know that many defenses could have done much with the way he was playing today. So, Lomas, what's your, 
How have you yeah. made your? I know you walked up and down the the beach, the 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 shoreline of Lake Michigan, all the way down to Indiana to make sense of this game on a <laughs> nine hour journey. What did you? Where Where is your head at? Well, I, I mean, I walked to the local pier and stood out, staring out at the dark waves, wondering what to do, cursing, um, and I, cursing the deep, thinking of jumping in and. Yeah, ending it all right there. It was tempting. Yeah, uh, I I think that having watched pretty much the whole game, it felt to me like Baltimore was up, really up for this game and came out super fired up, and the Lions came out just like a little flat and got punched in the mouth like right away. And what we've seen from this Lions team up until now that's been so encouraging has been the ability to shake off a bad start and then come back and do their thing and, and sometimes dominate right from there. And this time it clearly wasn't meant to be like Dino said, I mean, Lamar was at his best. This guy is a former MVP of the whole league, by the way. So he's really fucking good. And, uh, you know, it might be that it took a few games and now he's really figured it out. It might be, he was just on fire. It might be there's something about the matchup against the Lions defense that just played right into his hands. And, um, yeah. And, and I think, by the way, the Ravens defense is, no surprise, one of the best defenses in the league. They had the most sacks overall coming into this game. Today. And I think they're rated like, yeah. And I think they were rated like overall number four defense maybe. So they're way up there. So, it's not at all surprising that the Lions lost on the road against what was, since the opening game, their toughest opponent, I think, by far. Um, and they got their asses handed to them by a, a team with a really good defense and an offense with Lamar Jackson that in, in any given game can just absolutely explode. I mean, we've seen that before. With Lamar, a quarterback like... You know, it's not surprising that they have an, they can have an explosive mm-hmm. offense. It's a little seeing the Roar offense get shut down so thoroughly was humbling, let's say. I found myself very much wishing for right. David Montgomery, I think. I don't think they would have won just given what happened, but they probably would have been somewhat more competitive. I don't know. I think Montgomery could have rushed for seven <laughs> touchdowns. But there is a world in which if Montgomery's in there, then in those fourth quarter drives, like even if they don't score, they just have the ball a little bit and they just are like the letting the defense rest a little bit and they're get and it's just not it doesn't turn into a laugher. So maybe at halftime it's like seventeen to three instead of four hundred and nine to nothing. And they just didn't they immediately had to like they doubly had to abandon the run early on, both because they didn't have him and because they were so far down. But I I feel like my only yep. analytic take on the game, which I I think De- I think Lomas I talked to you during halftime was that it almost seemed like the defense their game plan for the game was to play a very different defense than they played most of the season. Like they were blitzing a bunch of guys from the beginning and showing a bunch of weird stuff and it totally didn't work. And it seemed like most of the last few games, they've been just kind of like they send in four guys and they cover a bunch of dudes. And I think they got, they, they, I don't know. I think they kind of out overthought it in some way. It totally didn't work. It totally. Well, they just were not, they were not getting enough pressure um, on Jackson. And I kept seeing Hutch do that spin move that's worked so well for him. And I think that teams have scouted that out now because he kept doing it and just yeah. getting nowhere with it. Yeah. Um, it and then, yeah, it is. But he's got a, you know, still a young dude who's got to figure out some counters, I guess. Um, and then whenever we did seem to get. Jackson and any kind any kind of pressure on him he didn't immediately take off and run he would just kind of dance around a little bit reset and find open receivers and when he found when plays broke down like that 
he seemed to find guys not just open, but very, very open. Yeah. And maybe that's just a function of when a quarterback's buying himself like seven, eight seconds, it's just impossible to keep coverage for that long. There, there, were, sure. a lot of, there were a lot of plays where, yeah, it was him kind of dancing out of the pocket, things a little bit broken down, and he just like loft a five-yard pass, and the guy takes off for like 45 yards. Like there was so much of that. It seemed like the Lions defense – was discombobulated. Like they were, they just didn't know where to be. Like they gave up so many big plays. And, and look, I, Lamar Jackson was phenomenal. And he really reminded you, if you watch this game of like, just how dangerous he can be. And people have slept on him a little bit. It's not just Jared that people slept on. Like, I don't know, since winning the MVP, like I, He's just fallen out of that discussion as like one of the top QBs. Well, he hasn't played this well consistently his yeah. throws were fantastic i mean he he had yeah. maybe one or two throws that were off every other throw was right on the money Laser. and a, a perfect touch that he put on the ball and i love how he just like he is just a, an athlete to behold he just I sort know. of flicks his wrist and throws the oh, ball yeah. like on a tight 25 year yard spiral he doesn't even have to like i know what when he's it's, it's pretty when he throws the really ball, something. it doesn't look good at first. Like right when it comes out, it's like that's not how you yeah. throw. And then it just is. It's like oh, that's exactly right. how you throw. Like seventy yards later on a rope, you're like, Maybe yeah, it is. it's like a new way to throw. Well, and I'll also say, Jared, I don't know what was going on today. He he. You know, was certainly not at his best, although he wasn't especially bad. The whole team was. But he threw it was a lot of wobblers. super windy. Yeah. Out was, of his hand was just wobbling all it, over the it place. It was super What's going windy. On? Like, is, he just wasn't that, stepping into throws also. Like, there, uh, there were times when he was just looked rattled and wasn't, you know, getting set and making quick decisions and stepping into throws. And look... Mm-hmm. That is, they're playing a much better defense than they've they've played. I think this was a real step up, yeah, in talent. I mean, since defensive, as far as defenses go, this was you know the best defense by far since yeah. what uh, Casey. I don't even know. Casey's yeah. defense isn't great. I mean, they this were was... missing their oh, their best dude. No, I think this, they played. Like a professional defense, one of the top defenses in the league, and that's a sobering thing. And maybe the frankly, best, maybe the best defense in the league. Maybe it's up there. I mean, the 49ers, you know, like up, they're up there with those yeah. guys, the Browns. Um, yeah. And so, like, uh, it's kind of obviously, I was going to, you know, ask, are there any like takeaways, like silver linings from the game? I'll throw one out there. Gibbs looked pretty good. He got some, uh, Got some touches because Montgomery was out, and he did some stuff. Caught a few balls, had some nice runs. Yep. You know, it's something. Um, he gets reps. And obviously what, you know, every team is capable on any given Sunday of, you know, getting beat or even, you know, kind of blown out. I get, Although, it, like, for the very best teams, it's it's pretty rare. And it wow. it's a sobering reminder that, okay, this there are tears in this league. And on this game, at least, and and maybe it could be that the Ravens, who'd been a little all over the place, maybe they found their footing and they're at home against a tough opponent and they were locked in and this is them at their best. Uh, it could be they're just better than us at this well, point. Well, I'll, I'll say for silver lining, I had this exchange with my football-obsessed friend who's the Jets fan I've spoken about a few times who was on the Campbell bandwagon before any of us. He was loving – and he writes – he's like a big all-caps guy when he texts. <laughs> and he wrote to me – he sent <laughs> this to me at 2.08 p.m. Eastern time. So like late first half. And he wrote, you do realize dot, 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 no idea why we got the dot, dot, dots in there, that Dan Campbell is all caps loving this, right? Two two question marks. And I wrote, explain. (laughs) 
because he gets to lay <laughs> yeah, into yeah. them? Question mark. Exactly. Dot 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 dot. Takes players down a notch. Dot 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 dot. Makes them listen to coaches. And then he sent me. I don't know if you guys saw this on ESPN. You know what? I think I meet. I I would need a few more dot dot dot. But then he yeah, sent me this really ESPN shaking. article. Headline: Campbell colon Lions quote probably needed blowout loss. So Dan Daniel Campbell, I think, was mm-hmm. like, you know what? We got oh. it helps us. They kicked our ass. That's Campbell. I love how blunt he is. Uh, but he said, right. "You don't want these things to happen, but when it does, it recenters you, it refocuses you, and that's all I know. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> Nobody wants it to happen." Nobody likes to look over there and watch them having a great time because they kicked our ass. Nobody thinks that's fun. But I know that motivates me for next week. It motivates our team. You'll do any and everything you can not to have that feeling again. That's all I meant by that. I mean, DC would know he was on the team that had that happen 16 straight times. DC is like, now no one wants that to happen except I did orchestrate it. No one wanted to happen except for me. I While it was did. happening, right. I was like, all right, I made we can it work with this. <laughs> I was like, finally, thank you. I, I mean, the it. other silver lining, it's not Jesus. a silver lining at all, but it's a larger issue, which is that when we looked at the, at the schedule, five and two was a pretty – at this point in the season, was like, yeah. oh, I'll totally take five and two, because you know. So we're yeah, five yeah. and two, and uh, we're gonna win yeah. unless this team goes south. And this is somehow, you know, like we look back at this as the beginning of a trend. Holy cow! They have a mm-hmm. bunch of easy games coming up. It's so ridiculous what they yeah. have waiting for them. Right. So. Which is what's weird about this is that if you look at the what's most likely to happen, and obviously anything can happen, is that what's going to happen all this season, the Lions are still probably going to finish like 12-5 and five or something because they're playing so many shitty teams. And so what's going to happen, I mean, it's, it's weird. It's like what, they're playing so much rubbish. And then they're gonna look. They got, they got Raiders at home on Monday night. They should win that game. Then they have yeah, an yeah. interesting test against yeah, the, the, the. Wait, wait, wait. That's the the Raiders that just got by the Bears. By the yeah. Bears. Yeah. Then they have oh, Chargers yeah. on the road, which is not. Yeah. You know, that's the Chargers are a real team, but they kind of keep disappointing. There, there's something wrong with that team. Yeah, yeah that could be a tough. But then hosting tough Bears, game. hosting Packers, at Saints, at Bears, at Broncos. I mean, at yeah. Vikings. Those are the games they basically have. Like one legitimately hard game over their next six games. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're going to play a lot of bad teams, and we're also. I mean, look, we're five and two. Every other, the next best record in our division yeah. is two and four. It's just a bad division. Yeah, and so you know, it will be absolutely fascinating, of course, to see how the team yeah. responds next Sunday. They're playing they the play, Raiders. Who are they who playing? Their asses handed to them by the Bears okay, so being the quarterback by are- a division two. Do you guys know this guy about this guy who replaced Fields? He's a Division II college quarterback, and his dad. This is the great. Wow. This is a great bit of trivia tidbit. His dad's like one of the great arm wrestlers in the world. <laughs> yes, yes. What? Really? That's I know. Awesome. I know one of the great arm wrestlers of the world. I, I bet I know who uh, that is. Yeah, I don't know. That's then. Why the hell didn't she know that this was happening? <laughs> I guess maybe I don't know as much so, as I need to. Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, look, I you know that that bodes well. It's what what what's hard about this loss, obviously, is not the loss itself, yeah. but the manner of it, and just the way they got absolutely demolished. You know, we've grown used to the Lions being well, winning most games and being very competitive, even in the losses. 
That's amazing. And, and uh, the Raiders today started Brian Oh, my Hoyer. God. I did not think he was still in the league. And then, apparently, they'd seen <laughs> enough of him. And they brought in another quarterback named Aiden O'Connell. The first... <laughs> Ah, the first Irish quarterback to ever start a game from the Irish leagues. He, <laughs> he plays played, Irish football. <laughs> yeah, he played Celtic football for a number of years. That's very strange. He rules. played no for the Edinburgh him. Bagpipers. <laughs> uh, wow, they brought it. Yeah. So, so many roles, nobody Brian can remember Boyer. them. Okay. Well, I believe you play with an old goat's head. A severed goat's head is the ball. I think oh, that's yeah. the first Tyson Baggett. Hit it with a giant plug. Yeah, so, I mean, what's weird about this season is that you, you have the likelihood of the Lions kind of enjoying what the Packers have enjoyed over recent years, which is an arguably inflated regular season record that possibly does not prepare you for the yeah. postseason. So it'll, it's going to be interesting to see if the Lions can compete with the really good teams or if they're just this kind of consistent team that beats everybody they're supposed to and loses to everybody they're supposed to lose to. But, yeah. I was uh, well, a little... I, I think that one of the other things that disappointed me today was the offense just seemed very vanilla. I was hoping at least, like, you get behind. First of all, the Lions haven't been no, behind. No, they showed that stat season. that they've totally so, not been behind. Yeah. So when you're in a shootout, a team that's playing well, it feels like you kind of need to pull out all the stops on offense. And they didn't seem capable of, yeah, they didn't flip that switch, that's for sure. Um, I'm not even sure they really tried. They they, they stuck with the kind of run game and dink and dunk and I believe unfortunately after last week's uh, one play explosion I don't think James no no somebody wrote me he had a really bad game didn't he like miss a bunch of I think he also had like a a, um, pass like hit him on the face mask oh yeah well that was weird though I gotta say the oh dear should have been pass interference actually he um the guy like as the ball came in, the guy basically slapped down on his right arm so he couldn't, like, lift his arm. And it did hit him right in the face mask, so it looked really bad. But it should have been pass interference, I thought. Ah, good old Jamal. What are we going to do with him? <laughs> Maybe we trade him to the Edinburgh Bagpipers for a second-round pick. <laughs> for a second-round second bagpipe round bag in, a, in a used kilt. Second, yeah, the smirched hilt. Yeah, dudes. Um, what else is there yeah, to talk about today? It's it's a little. Yeah, it's, it's not as well, fun to talk about maybe it just, when they get annihilated. It's not as fun, and I'll have to say this too: my mood today is really sucked. As in, yeah. part of it is I realized that I haven't. It's been a almost a year since the Lions have looked this since we've had a real negative view of the lions it was almost a year ago right that they started turning last season around and then um and then this year they're you know scott amazing feeling in the off off season all these high hopes um a great start to the year and so i felt very out of practice in terms of handling a lion's uh Real donkey ball suck it, suckage of a lion's loss. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, and I, I was wasn't scrambling prepared. to find my donkey ball bib. I was like, I got to put the donkey ball bib back, and I, I put it away. And one of my, I couldn't remember which drawer it was in. <laughs> yeah, and I was just getting donkey ball juice yeah. all over my new shirt. It was, it, it was insult to injury on yeah, that it's... one. I. I <laughs> Yeah, it's like I've really counted on, especially in the fall, like just this, uh, you know, like I was really, I was so looking forward to the game today. I was really excited for it. And just, you know, not because they were, uh, they were playing Baltimore, just, you know, okay, it just because it was the Lions game. And it's, 
become such a fun part of the week, something to look forward to. And that's a dangerous place to be in the sense of like, I almost forgot that like, oh, right, you can you can get destroyed in a game. That's also part of football. You are not always the team doing the destroying. This is not the 85 Bears. No, no, no. Well, I, I mean, I'll add to it that I had a sentence come out of my mouth last night. We were hanging out with friends, and I'm like, the one thing keeping me afloat in this world right now is the Lions. And I was like, I cannot, like, what bizarro universe yeah. am I living in that that came out of my mouth? And right. I'm expecting a real psychological hangover tomorrow. Like, I'm going to, you know, yeah. I've been looking forward to, like, in the insane way in which the world works in 2023 that you're, like, toggling between the newspaper, like the New York Times and the ringer. And you're and the free press, and you're just like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna dilute the horror with like, here's a nice little puff piece on Jared Goff winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week, and you just lean so hard into that right now. I've had, and I've also like, I don't know about you guys, like I've not been sleeping great the last two weeks. Like I wake up in the middle of the night, just have arguments in my head with people and just, you know, and then like at some points I'm just like, just think about, like I consciously say to myself, just think about the lions. And I can't even do that now. (laughs) I mean, I I guess I got to start looking ahead to the NBA season. That's starting on Tuesday. We've never needed the Lions more, and this, yeah, last week they came through for us, this week, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, there's, what was I going to say? Part of it is that we had gotten a little bit used to and kind of convinced ourselves, for for good reason, that our defense is actually not just improved, but maybe pretty good. And our run defense especially was just on point. And that's part of what was so shocking. I mean, again, it wasn't that they had some big players or that they put up a lot of points because Lamar, like, he, he is always capable. It's that at one point they ripped off what felt like 15 straight plays of just every play. It was like a 15-yard gain, a 20-yard gain. They'd hand it up. Uh, they'd hand it off up the middle and just go for, like, 12 yards. Yeah. Like, it was weird. It was uncanny. Yeah. given what we've come to expect. And I'm like, are they that good? I don't think so because they're, they're not yeah. unbeaten or anything. And they've had some weird losses. Um, just felt like one of those system failures on, you know, the lion's part where everything started cascading and all you can do is like, look forward to the next game and be like, all right, let's see what they look like. And if the coaching staff is as real as we've come to believe and trust they are, they should use that game as motivation to come out and just stomp the absolute yeah. shit out of the Raiders. You know, especially like no. Panay did not play well. No. Panay had a couple of holding penalties. Guys were getting past him. He's got to be pissed. I would hope so. I yeah. would hope he's like ready to come out and destroy next. The game. offensive line played just hor. I mean, every facet of the game. There's not one thing. Maybe I guess Gibbs, but. They didn't do anything well. Okay, actually, had a Fox, couple nice Jack Fox had a nice, a couple nice ones. Even though he got a, he also got a couple unlucky bounces, which yeah. always sucks for a punter. Like they can't yeah. control. Yeah. They can control a lot these days. It's pretty impressive, but they can't yet seem to be able to control like which way it's going to bounce. It'd be cool well, if they could. Though. Yeah. Like, I hate when it just bounces backwards. It's like well, I will sucks. say this. So the yeah. last time the Lions had a loss this bad was that Carolina game, which was December twenty fourth of last year, where they got the final score yeah. was deceptively close. It was thirty seven to twenty three, but it was it was nowhere near that close. Um, the line, the line, wow. Oh, Miss Honkin. Uh, I mean, the score of that game at one <laughs> point was 31 hell, to 7. So, but do you guys yeah, remember was... what the next game was after that week? And what the result? No, that was I the game we went won. to. That was 41 10. So, uh, I, yeah, you know, right. Right. again, 
we all know anything could happen. They could come out flat again. There could be something we don't know about that's going on with the team. But it seems overwhelmingly likely that they're going to handle their business next week and be back on track. And, you know, it's just uh, it's a question of how much better this team's going to get. I also do do still sort of feel like that characterization of the team last week that I read about and talked about of like, this is a team that doesn't have a big margin of error because they don't have superstar talent of just some guy who can be like, I got this. And uh, we saw that today. Yeah, right. If they, if they, if they start not playing well in units, it, it gets gnarly mm-hmm. in a hurry. Yeah. And it didn't, how how often have the Lions played from behind so far? They have had a couple. Well, games no, they showed a back, stat today. Right? They Not showed much. a stat today that was like mm-hmm. late in the first quarter when, and they had they. I brought this up last week. Do you remember? I was like, I wonder how much they've been behind during this win streak. So over the last four games, mm-hmm. they had been behind for three minutes, and. They were not yeah, okay. used so to playing from behind from and certainly not playing behind. Yeah, Their yeah. largest deficit of the season, they said they were down at t- a 10 against the Seacocks and they tied it up and then lost that game. So yeah. they also, they didn't have, you know, yeah, they yeah. hadn't had experience of like really being in a hole. So is, you know, we're, we'll find out if, how much is this kind of the lead or like defensive coordinators figuring out some stuff about the Lions? And how much of it is maybe a little bit of that, but more so just a really good defense that took away what the Lions were trying, the, the things that have really been working for them. And they don't have Montgomery, so they didn't really have much of a run, even though Gibbs had some nice ones. But, um, you know, I guess we'll find out. But uh, you could you could clearly tell that just this stuff – the go-to stuff the Lions have been doing all season just wasn't working. And I think they their guys weren't open. Like, the defense yeah. was just all over it. That happens, I guess? Yeah. I um, What was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, I, also, I think there's maybe just some inexperience. A lot of playing a lot of rookies and a lot of second-year guys, you're going to just have – some games where that really shows, um, where, you know, the learning experiences, hopefully, that will. Uh, oh, and the other thing I was going to say is, this was one of the, maybe the only games this year where I thought we were also just thoroughly outcoached. Like, the mm. other team was better prepared, they had a better game plan. Um, they're just, yeah, I mean, there's no other way to say it. They were just, in every facet, a better a better team that was better prepared to play, better coached, you know, everything. So it was just, I, there's almost right. There's no, like, I mean, I've, I've read on San Twitter, there was, you know, people talking about like, well, we really might need to make some moves at the trade deadline. And I'm like, well, yeah, that, that could help, but I don't even know where to start after a game like this. It, this, this looked like we needed help everywhere. Yeah, so you don't overreact to one game, obviously. Unless, yeah. unless you're um, we'll fantastic, and point. then you overreact to one game. <laughs> you and then you very much do. That is of one game. Well, this is also, you know, this is you just have to be thankful that we're in the NFC, not the AFC. Also, yeah, because the differences in the. Uh, the difference in the conference this year are, are pretty insane. Yeah. You know, Dallas is another team, by the way, that's had, like, in some games they've looked unstoppable, and then the next game they'll get Well, they looked like badly. by far the I don't know best what they team did. in the league after, like, two weeks, and then they've had some real turds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then they came back. So they're a little up and down. And, um, Buffalo's you know, Buffalo lost today three. again. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird – that's the other thing. I mean, it is a weird league. You have, you know, the Bears beat up on – with a backup quarterback beat up on the on the, on the the Raiders. And it's just – it's a weird – the Seacocks continue to roll, though they beat, they beat yep. a crappy Cardinals team. They're good. They're good. 
Um, it, I mean, Atlanta recovered and beat the the Buccaneers, who are now in a bit of a skid. So, you know, yeah. There's no shame in losing this game. A... Um, there was, but there is shame yeah, in thirty-eight six. There is some shame in that, and yeah, any losing to anyone, any time by that score is is yep. shameful. You feel shame. Yeah, there's nothing, you know, nothing, no sweet no. talk in this one. The Colts put up 38 points on the Browns and still lost. Yeah, and still lost. That was weird. Yeah, and the and who the and and like the Browns, I don't even know who they were playing at quarterback. Again, like some just no name cuz uh Watson got hurt again. Yeah. And the and the Packers yeah. lost to the Broncos. God damn, the NFC North is so bad other than us. And tomorrow, do you know you guys know the <laughs> yeah. Monday night game tomorrow? Uh, mm. uh no. which NFC no. North team did not play today? Uh, San well, Francisco? And, oh, North. Uh oh, and, North. and they're um, playing Vikings. San Francisco tomorrow. Vikings. So oh, beautiful. it's uh okay. we don't have to worry <laughs> right now about our lead in the NFC North. That is quite safe for No, the time that's being. gonna be a um, what I'm what's the lineup? Uh, game? San Francisco only minus seven. I oh, uh, is it on the road? I think there's st- I I I'm guessing the um. Oh, it's yeah. They're on the road, so they're they're uh, favored by seven. Well, and I'd also want to know what the injury report is. Yeah, Debo Samuel is ruled out for that game. So and and right. and one of their offensive linemen's doubtful. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know Minnesota's going to be two and five after tomorrow probably. So yeah, you know, I would, I would I'm trying to keep too. in mind. I feel like we're either on schedule or ahead of schedule still. Uh, young team. Um, you know, I think what we're waiting for is uh, we're waiting to see who really goes to the next level. We need it. We need a. We need a couple guys right. to like emerge as like all pro level talent. We're not quite there yet. So until that time, yeah. we'll beat up on the mediocre teams, and the really good teams will beat us. But I, we'll see. It does comfort me a little bit that I I did pick them to go. I think ten and seven. Which I still think they'll surpass, but you know, at, at least I I'm not. You know, this isn't a game where I look like, hey man, you picked them to go seventeen yeah. and zero. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, no, I I still think at five and two. I followed your advice. I still think at twelve and twelve right. and five feels very doable and and even almost conservative. Mm-hmm. Based on what's coming down the pipes, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Should we? Um, yeah, yeah. Should we end early and or is there some song? Can oh we maybe gosh. do it for just yeah. the listeners who have who have who have uh, you know given us their attention for this long? Hang in there. Should we give them some sort of musical something? Is there some musician who? Is there an impromptu song you could sing about today's game? Um, wow. I, I totally you have don't, actually. Um, I feel like it would yeah. be a dirge. Yeah. It would be a dirge of all dirges. It would be like the last, like that like that awesome scene in the movie Amadeus. Yeah. Amadeus. Is like in bed dying, and he's like dictating what the oh, right. his own like funeral the music fugue. is going to be. A the fugue. fugue, yes, yeah. you know something like that, right? I wish <laughs> I knew how to play a fugue because <laughs> this is what it would be. A dirge, yeah. <laughs> a dirge um, and a fugue. I don't know, dirge. Uncle Brother. I'm. You know, I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't my being cr- very useful today. My creative juices. Well, how about this? How about this? <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Yesterday, all my lines, dreams were. How, someone help me out. I think you got. Still okay. <laughs> we, 
Now it looks as think they've flown oh, away. Oh. In yesterday, suddenly Lamar suddenly. Jackson's throwing for 783 yards. <laughs> and the Lions are playing like a bunch of rejects. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bunch yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> I brought my laptop well, to the news. I brought my laptop and like an HDMI cord. I brought my laptop and an HDMI cord to my mother in law's for brunch so I could watch the game because it obviously wasn't on here. And I felt oh, like God. I got I got nice. punished for being a little too like I'm not gonna miss any games. Yeah. And then my right, wife, right, brilliantly, right. we left be- at halftime and we got home and she's like, hey, why don't we take a walk? And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Let's take a walk. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did, did you not- guys watch the second half? I actually walked my, I walked I my dog. I did. Yeah. I thought, yeah. you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm doing it. <laughs> and how did you feel about I, I'm that? I'm in. I'm still going to walk. Dirty? Sad? Abused? Violent? Uh, it was... All of those things. I mean, I, I I said to myself, now finally I know what those poor people in the terror tunnels are experiencing. This is <laughs> yeah. the same exact thing. I yeah, I I realized how little appetite I I maybe is that being a fair weather fan if you leave if you stop watching in a second half game like this. I think so. That's maybe. why I kept watching. I'm like, I'm not a fair weather fan. I'm an yeah. all-weather fan, and I'm going to watch this beat down to the bitter end. I want to see, you know, there's always some super slim chance that they make some kind of comeback, which obviously didn't happen. But, you know, I kind of felt an obligation. Like, I've, al- I've put too much into this already. Like, right. I, need to, I need to experience the pain as well as the joy. That's just how it's going to be. I guess, man. I just need to, you know protect myself i feel like um what do the kids call it these days self-care <laughs> i needed to do some self-care in the second half uh, oh whatever man. yeah whatever that is <laughs> you needed, needed, needed a comfort animal yeah I, animal. yes absolutely a comfort <laughs> lion yeah i needed i i needed to create a, a soft corner in my living room to watch the game I needed a safe space. Yeah, there was a lot of aromatherapy (laughs) in my house after the game. Some lavender (laughs) bergamot. Yeah, my and it didn't. My wife. My wife came back from attending the funeral of a horribly murdered young woman, and I told, I asked my wife to just go easy on me. I've had a rough day. God damn. (laughs) To be understanding. It's been. I'm a little fragile right now. I need. I thought we were going to be six (laughs) and one. (laughs) Look, can you like stop coming at me with that depressing shit? Because I have my own. I've got had enough of my own stuff to worry about today. I'm carrying my own burdens. You have no idea what I'm dealing with. I just don't have the emotional bandwidth right now to handle whatever the hell you're doing. It's just like about. the the way people now start Listen. sentences where they say like as a and then they put in their identity. It's like as a Lions right. fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't really feel like I should ha- be forced to explain myself. <laughs> as a Lions fan, I don't feel like I'm being heard right now and and valued for my experience i don't feel that like the generational trauma of being lions fan fan is being understood some epigenetic research on (laughs) lions fans it just passes down (laughs) there's like there's like detroiters who like they've moved to like czech like the czech republic their kids don't even know what football is and they still like, Dad, I have a sadness deep inside me. Where did it come from? And he's like, let me tell you about someone named Rodney Pete. Uh, 
Yeah. Like, you went up, like, you push aside, like, a dresser, and there's, like, a secret doorway. You open it, and walk through. Father, Father where are you taking me? And it's, like, all lions yeah, stuff yeah. and, like, paraphernalia. Who like is Sanders room. 20? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, son. The one true gift. He was a great gift from the gods. It's like, let me read to you from the book of Jared. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Never tell your mother of this. Never speak a word of it. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. It's crypto. <laughs> there are crypto lions fans crypto. all around the world. But they have like like rituals they do. They're they're not even sure why they're doing them. They're just yeah, like every Sunday we like wear the this. The NFL like, refuses color for right. decades to address the Lions refugee problem of all this like fan base that's been like sent you know just like they're all over the planet it's in Azerbaijan we need a home <laughs> well look I'm uh, you know that you know that I've started a campaign for Lions reparations I mean <laughs> I believe I'm owed. Yeah. It's, it's only and right. all they've offered us yeah, is I a discounted subscription to the free press. We're like, that doesn't count. That's not going to get it done. <laughs> like, you can already get it for like one dollar yeah. for like six months. How much yeah, more can they get paid for reading the free right. press? Is that possible? <laughs> Instead, I, I think we just get. Some kind of discount at Walbrook. That's really it. <laughs> Walbrook. They're scrambling oh, at Walbrook to figure right. out the plan for this week. They did not. They thought they were a little done yeah. with this. Well, look, I'm, so Dino, I think your job this week is to keep your ear on the on the local chatter, the yeah. chatter, chatter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, see how see how people are taking it i you know what i might need a couple self-care days i don't know if i can listen to mike valenti or any of the other guys yeah. right now it's a little too soon give me <laughs> give me a couple days and i will i'll be in on it but right now it's gonna be you know the last thing i need to do is like i don't even know as a coach do you analyze do you just do a brutal film session analyzing every single facet of this game or you just got like move on sort of to say like let's like can we just agree this game never happened let's agree just wipe never it from to memory speak of it again. yeah you know? do you remember that did you guys ever see yeah, the movie we'll uh, grizzly man the the Werner herzog documentary yeah. about the guy who followed the grizzly and there's oh, that amazing I never scene it, where he, he finds the audio tape that basically has him being torn apart and he yes. says to his the guy's girlfriend yeah. you must never listen to this tape <laughs> that's what i feel like this game is <laughs> yeah. you must never watch this game again <laughs> that's right Werner herzog yeah has that very particular voice right you must never listen to this tape. So are are, are we never. do we do so we have we're on national television next week. We got a, another day off. Mm. Um Monday night, big Monday mm-hmm. night game. Do you guys do do we get to predict after this week or is that too celebratory in and of itself? Mm. I think we still I think we we All right. Must predict. I think we still still got a we still got a job to do here. For God's sake, just because they quit on (laughs) us doesn't mean we quit on them. All right. So, what's your prediction? They're hosting the Raiders, who are as of this. What's their record now? They're not good. They lost badly to the Bears, who are two and one in their last three games. the The Raiders are three and four. That's actually kind of. Surprising, they're they're that their record is uh, that good. They they beat the donkeys, the the Broncos. They lost badly to the Bills. They lost to mm. the the Steelers. They lost to the Chargers. They beat Green Bay and the Patriots and lost to the Bears. So I'm gonna say wow. not a good team. But uh, yeah, yeah. What what do you got? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who they're trying to start at quarterback, but yeah, I think we I think we got this one. 
Um, do you, yeah, I don't know. I, do we stomp them in the comeback? I feel like we probably do put the stomp on them. Although I don't know what our injury situation is going to be yet, but I'm going to say I really don't know anything about the Raiders other than they are bad. They're fairly bad, but I'm going to say um, 27 to 16. I think we get back on it and and stomp yeah. these punks. I I assume Montgomery won't be back. I think otherwise we didn't get any injuries today. Um, I do. Right. F- they're back home. I think they're going to be angry. I'm going to go thirty-one to twenty. I feel like we're going to still have some questions about the defense, but I think they're going to. I think they're going to win. I. I. I mean, what we need to see is an offensive explosion just to clean the fucking palate. And cleanse the stink. Yeah. And so I don't, it's hard to, to be so bullish and predict, but I'm going to go <laughs> buck wild. I'll say nice. lines 42. Jesus. Raiders wow. 17. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this could, this, you do want a game where they're like, I love, that is called yeah, doubling yeah. down. You do yeah. want a game where, like, it's just it's just Human Rights Watch shows up at halftime and they're like, which what they should have done today. Just saw yeah. I mean, they should have, you know, in a, in a sport as violent as this where injuries are so common, there should be a thing where, like, when you're, when the win percentage is, like, 98% at halftime, that, like, you know, they have some, they yeah. have, like, a set piece that's, like, you know, where, like, warring armies meet at the end of a horrible war and the generals sit down and there's like you know there's there's some very complicated agreement and all the parties sign and and there's a parade i feel like that would be the way today would have been a day for like campbell to like give up yeah like they get they get like utica and ryan dot in some sort of exchange of prisoners like you have yeah, to surrender exactly. your sword, like kneel exactly. Down. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. Or even what if it's yeah, even this? No, like you was... call it off, and then next week it starts seven nothing Raiders. <laughs> like that's that's how you get to just stop. <laughs> like we won't have any injuries. No more. No more. You know, humiliation. We'll yeah. spot the next team points, and we're still. Well, look. I remember. Being on some really bad little league teams growing up in the D, and but even when we would lose, you know, like thirty-five to two, we would still get taken out for ice cream because it was little league and that was part of the fun. I'm just hoping the Lions didn't go out for ice cream. They really didn't no, earn the sure, ice cream sure this didn't. time. Yeah. You know, I hope the coaches no ice said, cream. All right, you guys, we're not going for ice. cream. No Baskin Robbins, no bubblegum flavored ice cream. Sorry. Yeah. No Superman. No what if when they, they get on their yeah. giant chartered plane and, and Campbell's like, eyes up yeah. front. And then he just takes the big cart of ice cream and he, you know, rolls it into that little holding place on planes and locks it. He's like, no one's getting any goddamn ice cream. And that includes you, Panay. And then Panay just weeps. Right. Or he waits until they're at 30,000 feet. He just throws the ice cream out, though. He's like, out the door. He opens the door at like 30,000 feet. Except for you, Jack Fox, you get ice cream. No one else gets ice cream. Right. (laughs) And then Jack has to eat it in front of everybody. It's pretty awkward. All right, dude, I'm going to do a minor key roar. I think we have to do a very... All right. All right, I'm going to try this. Wow. (laughs) Sad. 
That was a sad, an appropriately a sad, sad and turbulent, turbulent roar. roar. Yeah, yeah. I might if they lose next yeah. week. I'm definitely doing a song to Cole Nidre. I think. I think that's where we'd be at. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. We'll hang in there. Uh, and yeah. uh, I'll yeah. see you on the far side. Catch you. Catch oh yeah! You don't leave side. yet. But yeah. are we okay, done? Hold on. This is Spider-Man Allen, and I have a message for everyone in the NFL. Spider-Man standing on the seat with his helmet way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of cleat. The line began to roar. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you sitting?